The album is just perfectly executed. You have to admire the songwriting, admire the lyricism. It's hard for me to say any other album. We're here now, we're doing this. I'm your host, Jack Bender. Welcome to Bar for Bar. today guys my name is jack i'm the host of bar for bar podcast and welcome back man welcome back i'm so happy to be back i'm so happy to be recording again uh the reason i haven't been recently is just because i've been working a full-time job but super busy with that and that's really just been super time consuming and hasn't physically given me the time to work on the podcast and but recently i i, I um i left that job and i will now be working somewhere else hopefully soon but in the meantime I'm really, really looking forward to actually getting some episodes out. And this is the last thing I'll say, and then I'll hop into what we're saying to, to what we're doing today, guys. Is I plan on incorporating. So if you're if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Radio Breaker, whatever, or Radio Public, whatever it might be, um, I do have a YouTube channel for the podcast, and usually it is only audio, um, just audio versions of the podcast just posted to YouTube, which is actually where the majority of my viewership comes from. So, but shout out to all platforms, shout out to listeners on all platforms. Um, but I recently have considered actually putting content like aside from the podcast on the channel. Now this is, this would be a, a hope like a midterm to long-term type um, ordeal where I, I'd have to figure out how that would go. And I want a consistent uploads, upload schedule because I have not even had that with the podcast which is disappointing, but I, I really need to make sure there's a consistent uh, input or output of uh, content going out through there. So just want to keep you guys updated on that and, and be totally transparent with you guys about all this. And uh, yeah, again, I always appreciate all the feedback. I always appreciate all you guys listening and commenting and letting me know what you thought of the episode, the good, the bad, and the ugly, because it helps me improve, helps me know how to prepare, helps me know what to figure out what to talk about. <laughs> so the first thing we're going to talk about today, guys, is an Atlanta rapper who I did not really expect to ever make comments this about this, much less it ever come up in a conversation. But the reason it came up in a conversation is this. So Young Thug, right? was on T.I.'s podcast recently. I think it's called Expeditiously. And T.I., it came up at one point, T.I. asked Thugger about his Jeffrey album cover. And he goes, why the hell were you wearing a dress on it? <laughs> and basically and insinuated that, no, he didn't say the way. He told, he told him, he's like, I think you wore it for attention. And Thugger goes, no. They were like, and he goes, no, I swear to God. Like, there were new shoes I bought and the dress messed the shoes. And that's like the most Thugger thing you could possibly, he could possibly say. But so I don't, I, I can't think he's lying. <laughs> that sounds like a reason Thugger would. But anyway, um, T.I. was laughing about it. He goes, oh, well, anyway, I was, I, besides that, I was like telling people in your defense, you know, Andre Three Stacks, another Atlanta, Atlanta hip hop legend wore a dress as well and thugger goes very calmly he's like i couldn't i couldn't rap you two andre three three sex songs and ti was kind of shook he's like man you're missing out and he's like you know you gotta hop on that with andre just like you hop hopped on a song with elton john and elton and essentially thugger replied where he's just like look i'm gonna I'm I'm make it basic for you elton john likes to kiss ass you know he was telling he he's um 
because he he listens to the music and that uh, and this is Thugger's words. I'm not I'm not quoting exactly the whole thing, but he did say Elton likes to kiss ass, which is a immediate red flag to me because that's Elton John and he was. And it's not like Elton John frequently collabs with hip hop artists, so it's like you would think he'd show him a little more respect than that. But he goes on to say that basically Andre likes his ass kissed, and so you know that's how. That's why, and then yada yeah, yada yeah, yada going on, going on, and he just basically can proceeded to just disrespect Andre almost blatantly, not like in a super like insulting manner, but like it sounded like he was just being brutally honest. I'm not even gonna lie to you guys. Like, I do think Thugger really feels this way about it, which surprises me because you think again. I think he had more respect for an Atlanta hip hop legend, one of the greatest hip hop artists to ever walk the planet. But at the same time, he'd sucker. <laughs> He's going to talk out of pocket sometimes. But a few things I got from this interview. One, like I said, I don't think Thugger was talking just out of his ass. I think he really meant all this shit. And he, I don't think he intended for it to come off the way it did. I will say that much in Thugger's defense. However, you cannot just simply... There is no Atlanta rapper that has the past to blatantly disrespect Andre 3000. And that, so that's the the first thing that is, it's kind of a given, you know, this man, his work, I don't, it doesn't even, who cares if he doesn't have a solo discography. Andre is the selling point of Outkast. Now, no disrespect to big boy, but Andre was the selling point for, and for the greatest hip hop duo of all time. Well, the best selling, I think the best selling hip hop duo of all time, if I'm not mistaken. And has two, at least, maybe three, you could argue, classic albums. Like, classic classics. There's no room, in, especially in a conversation with T.I., another southern hip-hop legend, for for Andre Slander. And that that pissed me off. I'm not going to lie. That, I'm, not, I'm not that invested into it. But, like, that pissed me off as a hip-hop fan. Um, but, yeah, I mean... I, and the last thing I want to say is, like, Thugger so clearly, and that's the other thing, like, Andre really has is not shy to give credit to young Atlanta artists, and the Andre has in the past given a nod to Thugger, and just kind of, like, sit, take that and piss on it, almost, like, I, I don't want to say piss on it, but more so just, like, kind of, like, throw it out the window, it, it doesn't, that, that, I wouldn't, that wouldn't sit well with me if I was Andre, I'm gonna tell you right now, and, and especially, and you could tell in some ways there are influences on every single Atlanta hip hop artist from Andre. Even the ones that really like the, the futures and the thug, thuggers who have like a more melodic style of trap music, uh, have, have kind of like, and I, and personally, I, and now to Young Thug's credit, he has his own influence. I think Young Thug to this still is, and I think I said this on a previous episode, is the most influential hip hop artist of the 2010s, based on the sheer amount of Thugger clones or people or hip hop artists that would not exist without Thugger's influence. However, that roots back even further. Andre 3000 is your favorite rapper's favorite rapper, not Thugger's, but or maybe and even to an extent he is because Thugger doesn't realize how much. Hit the style rubbed off on other artists that rubbed off on him. So that's all I really want to say about the Thugger uh, conversation. Definitely a really like eyebrow raising moment 
where you do you didn't expect that to really come out of his mouth because but then again like there's a little element of like no surprise there just because it's Slugger and he's he's gonna speak his mind no matter what. So God bless Jeffrey, man, because dude, Twitter is a shitstorm right now. They're coming after his fucking neck. Oh my god. But uh the next thing I want to talk about. Enelie Choppa uh tweeted the other day, and this is and, and normally I don't really care about, you know, just like go making an entire kind of topic about a single tweet. Unless it's like really like like life-changing but this is something i found really interesting i want to talk about kind of like on a broader scale so Emily choppa tweeted the other day basically calling out famous dex's label um he he's saying they know they know about his heavy drug usage and it's no secret that famous dex has is a hardcore druggie and you know he'll he'll do anything from you know i i don't want to cut put it out there because i don't know for sure but i'm assuming you know the you know xanax perks uh molly all that shit the, the, especially xanax and perks being the focus here because those are those are much more lethal than something along the lines like molly or obviously marijuana is not lethal so choppa basically was called tagged them both and said you owe it to dex to be looking out for your talent he is your talent. He is your money maker. You owe it to him, not only as a as like from like a business perspective, if that isn't enough of an argument, but you owe it to him as a good, as as like a good. And this actually goes to searches to the management team as well, in my opinion. I'll get into this in a sec, but he basically owes it to them, to 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 Dex, to look after him. Like that's a human being at the end of the day. This is like this is why rappers feel like they're they're animals in cages and they use these crazy analogies and similes to uh, compare what it's to basically illustrate what it's like being in a record deal that is not to your benefit. And the crazy part is, you know, again, three hundred entertainment's not doing anything about it, and it's it's wild. Um, but Ch but. What I'm trying to say here, Choppa's right, man. Choppa's right. And I'm going to tell you right now, I don't really think it's just the job of the label. I think it's the job of their, obviously, their friends, because those are your friends. But even, like, your management, they are your, this talent is your livelihood. If that is, and you need him to stay alive and healthy to make music, to make you money. That is simple math. That is simple as enough. As as, as if that isn't enough of an argument. Like, you're around him enough to know he's a human a human fucking being and that you have an obligation whether you want to admit it or not to look after him and it just scares me man because you look at the amount of the amount of hip-hop artists we've lost over the last two years two three years I, I i think x is death stretched a little longer than two years from now and maybe it's coming up on three for all i know but you know, you've lost X, you've lost Juice, you've lost Peep, you've lost King... Well, King Von was a different situation. Obviously, lots of artists were... It wasn't all drugs, but, you know, I'm just listening off the top of my dome. Pop Smoke, King Von, NLE Chop, oh my goodness. X, oh, dude, I hope I didn't just speak anything to, into existence. Knock on wood. Um, X, Juice, Peep, Mac Miller, you know, like, the list goes on. And at this point, it's not, we can't take this anything anyone says as a joke. There were people reaching out to Ski Master Slump God after he tweeted when Juice died, you know, like, at this point, take me. 
You know, like he basically said that there are people seriously reaching out to him. Like, give this man a hug. Give this man some support. Like, give this man something to fall back on because he is just going through it right now. He lost X and he lost Juice in less than two years. That's that's heart wrenching. And so that's honest to God, we should take this seriously. We should take the mental health and the and the the physical health of artists like Famous Dex that have been saying they were gonna go, that they're gonna quit drugs like hardcore drugs since 2016, but really haven't made strides towards that. That should be a red flag. That should be a red flag if I'm a if I'm a label CEO or I'm a talent manager, and it's it's not for them, and that's alarming. That's very alarming, and it should it should really worry all of us. I swear to God. But that's the last thing I'm gonna say on that. Prayers up for you know thoughts and prayers up to um, Dex and. I also shout out to Choppa because that really needed to be said because I had not heard any, anyone like saying, addressing that situation directly prior to then. At least I haven't. So, um, <coughs> excuse me. I'm really happy Choppa brought that up and in a public na nature because it should be addressed publicly. So the last thing I want to talk about today, guys, is probably the biggest story of all of these. And, <coughs> oh my goodness. <sighs> the Weekend. The Grammys. What the fuck? Abel, did you like... Did you like sleep with someone on... Someone on the board's like... Wife? Like what? Here's the thing. So obviously if you guys didn't know, The weekend did not receive a single... Not a single... Zero, zero. It's not a nilch Grammy nomination for anything he put out this year. Anything, so after hours and the singles leading up to it that and included on it, that's mind blowing. And I'm gonna tell you why. Not because of, not solely because it was a it was a critically acclaimed, widely recognized album. Not because of how many units it sold. It's both. It's all of the above, and it just it does not add up. This man literally had to have physically wronged somebody in the committee for them to. You don't just overlook that. There's no way you simply overlook that. And I think um, the head of the, the committee actually made a uh, made a public statement regarding the, all the nominations the other day. And he probably, I'm sure he, I'm sure I'd be shocked if he didn't speak on you know the week the outrage of the weekend not receiving any nominations. I mean it. If an artist as low key as who kind of like keeps his personal life and his own personal thoughts on things so low key as the weekend can put publicly on Instagram, Twitter, and all his platforms, you owe my fans and ev and me an apology or an explanation. If he can put that on there, then you know he's pissed, and he should be. He has every right to be. This is a critically acclaimed album that sold over five hundred thousand units its first week. Has gone at this point probably double. Pl I don't even know. I don't know the RC RCIA like certification of the book. It's probably got double platinum at this point, probably triple. If you you know throwing in blinding lights, which has accumulated a, a, like a, a billion streams on Spotify alone. Not only do the numbers stand for themselves, speak for themselves, but the the general recognition. It's mainstream as hell, and I I say that like it's a bad thing, but it's not. And the, the weekend, everyone knows the weekend. You have to be living under a rock if you are under the age of 50 and don't know who the weekend is at this point. And so for them to just like overlook it is, or, you know, ignore it or decline to put him in, it's ridiculous. It's actually insane. This man had to, like I said, this man had to have physically wronged like one of the committee members. It almost sounds like. Like, that's the only physical explanation I can come up with. 
And now after recording this, I'll probably go back and you know look at what the 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 head of the committee or the head of the board actually said um, concerning this. If he even did speak on what the the weekend's no nomination nomination or lack thereof. Uh, but that's like that still blows my mind. It just doesn't add up. And honestly, they do owe an explanation. I doubt. I think they will address it. I think he will address it because. You know, if you if an artist calls out as big as the weekend calls out publicly on every social media platform, saying I I I need an explanation, so do my fans. Then it, it seems like they can't really avoid addressing it. So I'm sure we'll see. We'll see as time comes. You know, if, if there's any clarification on that, if there is already, I'm gonna check it out. But in the meantime, guys, that is actually going to be it for today's episode. I appreciate you all tuning in and listening very much, and. Uh, I hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. Hopefully I get to see you guys before Christmas because holy shit, this holiday season is going to be packed. But we have a lot of, hopefully a lot of new new music drops before the end of the year. Um, looking forward to a few things. You know, new, maybe some new Playboy Cardi. Hopefully. Uh, perhaps another tape. I mean, I, I know Drake's dropping early 2021, but you got you got to pray in the chance that maybe he he drops a little surprise care package before the end of the year at least a few more singles so a lot of stuff to look forward to especially beat the fact that it's the end of 2020 <laughs> so thank you guys so much for watching once again i'm jack bender host of bar for bar peace out guys